This podcast is part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. So visit saspodcastnetwork.com for more podcasts from local Saskatchewan talent. New exciting intro! I want to ask you some questions. Don't make me bust you up, man! Would you care to step outside? All too easy. I count six shots. I count two guns. Godspeed, Spider-Man. It's quite cool. Your Honor, I'm not done. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of We Make Movies. We I'm your host. Back. Yes, and I'm your host, Cam Boletsky, and uh, you're a DJ Carnegie. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't feel like asking anymore. I'm just going to tell you that you're DJ. Is that cool? <laughs> right? I don't have to introduce myself. You just do it for me. <laughs> yeah, like Steve Jobs, he, he wore the same outfit every day because he didn't want to uh, waste any time thinking and deciding in the morning. That, so I'm sa- I'm saving you. I'm just going to tell did, you you're a DJ. Did did he at least have like multiple versions of the same clothes or was I that, don't think was that so. one nasty guy just <laughs> wearing the same stuff every day? You know what else he too he also um he didn't really have very good hygiene cuz he thought that uh, cuz he he was on like a fruit fruit diet or something like that. He's like a fruititarian or something. He only ate fruit. What? And he was like, "Oh, my he's like my proper diet." <laughs> will keep me from from having body odor and then all of his co-workers are like he was he was delusional that was not true at all he stunk like, <laughs> like <laughs> what how do you know all this information about steve jobs <laughs> i i follow a lot of fact pages <laughs> apparently there was a i had to curate my my uh, instagram because i was like i'm following way too many fact pages right now <laughs> i need to follow a few this this is interesting Uber facts. That's 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 my favorite one. Uber facts. And there's uh, okay. there's another guy. He does uh, movie facts. His name is a uh, uh, Kid Cassidy Films. He's also awesome. Hmm. I I love me some movie facts. You know how like on Amazon Prime that has some of that those facts when you uh, I think when you pause it. Like, I didn't know that. What yeah, the hell? Some like movie facts come up when you whenever you pause like a movie on Amazon. Have I been Prime. denied facts this whole time? <laughs> it doesn't pop up for you. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I Do you use it on your PlayStation? Uh, on my Xbox or my laptop. For some reason, the app doesn't work on my PlayStation. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, that's the only place I watch it. Um, damn, that sucks. <laughs> I would like. To, I always go to IMDb right away. Like I'll watch a movie and then I'll go and read all the facts on there. Oh yeah, that's a good place too. Mm-hmm. It's but like when I first got it and I discovered all these movies and I was like, oh my god! I spent like an hour and I read through like everything about Star Wars. Oh, it, was, it just it took so long. I, did, I don't think I retained most of the information just because I was like <laughs> scrolling some more facts. Give me more stuff. But Robert Redford was movie or is it... no, just the first one. But even oh, the first one's a lot of stuff. Damn. Yeah, I it's... bet because that production yeah. was crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I like Robert Redford. He would have been a good Han Solo. I think there's been a couple guys in there Ooh. that would have been. Good. Yeah, and um, wouldn't change else... it for the world though. Oh what God, we, no! What we ended up with absolutely, even though he's a he's an angry old curmudgeon and he hates Star Wars <laughs> yeah, now. He I would. Hates Solo, yeah. He's he's our angry old curmudgeon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's exactly. it's special. It's yeah. special that this this guy hates us specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a big week here on, on, on <laughs> yeah, our hands. We have let's a, get to the news. Yeah, we have a lot of shit to talk about. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I. Yeah. I'm going from like, uh, from kind of like like some some bigger like kind of like like mid-tier stuff and then like then we'll we'll get into heavy the heavy stuff at the end okay sounds um, good to me okay yeah so first of all uh avatar 
currently like the movies that James Cameron is made. I think they're doing them all as they're doing them all at once, and then they're gonna chop them up later on. I guess all but, of them at once. I'm yeah. That's why it's been taking so long. That's why he keeps pushing it back because I think they want to do like Lord of the Rings, right? And they're gonna do one movie and they do the oh. next one the next year. Keep the momentum like that, so it doesn't oh, take him ten no. years in between each movie. <laughs> oh oh no! Bad for the people working on that. <laughs> he would have had sequel? like wait, how many how many sequels are planned? I think four more. Yeah, like four movies, shooting four movies back to back to back. That's that's going to be something. Well, and especially since the production cost is one billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And imagine like, if all four of those movies are like three hours long, like <laughs> Avatar, the first Avatar was. I wonder too if like if the studio is thinking like, oh, this is Avatar. It's the highest grossing movie of all time at why well, one point, and mm-hmm. uh, it will just automatically make like billions more dollars. But like I think like like they have to know that Avatar was like a product of its time, right? And it was like, no, whoever, no like, you can't, you can't, like, come on, <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> giving them too much credit i i'm i must be like but like how can they be that ignorant they must check online and like they must know that people just don't really give a shit about avatar anymore i don't know man it's weird yeah because like a billion dollars to pump into a bunch of movies that like like that's that's a hell of a gamble they have to be that'd be really sure about it i mean it. i guess in theory they could like recreate the success that the first movie had by like having it be something crazy that we've never seen before in some way, shape or form. I, one thing I heard was that they might do uh like they're working on like glasses list 3d that you could mm-hmm. just like, yeah, watch. Yeah, I remember like, that. yeah. But like, is that that big of a deal? I guess that uh, the studios like that. You don't, you don't have to spend money on, uh, on the glasses anymore. And like, how would it even mean, work? I don't know. I don't understand it. It's uh, it's a whole like because that's also not uh, like from, like remember I, th- I think Brian told us like our our uh, our uh, film produ- uh, producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're making a movie. <laughs> we have a producer. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'd be a great producer. Brian Stockton. Shout out to him. I I love Brian, but he, he was talking about how like the best way to see three D is to like you'd have to have special glasses that will match the 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 shutter speed like Mm -hmm. of the actual uh projector so you'd have to like you have to be like like synchronized so that like with the shutter on the projector would match you have glasses that would match that shutter and then that's how you would get like true three like that's the best possible way to see it so like because like your eyes like i don't know if it would like how would it keep up the the shutter speed if you don't have the, the glasses or anything or like how how how's their depth perception if it's just like on the screen yeah like how are they how are, how are they planning on tricking our eyes to see in 3d yeah because it used glasses. to be like it was like it was stupid easy you just do like the like the the red and the blue thing. yeah but like you can only really like trick your trick your eyes for so long like okay, because yeah. you're, like you know like the, your brain just naturally picks up on stuff like like death perception. I want to see a movie with 3D that's as good as like the, the the intro stuff that they have before the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Like like in the like rainforest and like the trees and stuff. <laughs> like branches. Oh yeah, yeah. Face. Where it's like it does like the 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 Dolby Atmos thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like mm-hmm. that 3d is amazing but like once the movie starts it's like nothing really like reaches out <laughs> to you like that um, no I, I don't i don't think i don't think there's been um a movie for a while that was like shot and designed for 3d as well because a lot of them are just converted afterwards yeah yeah so it's it's kind of like a half-assed thing and it doesn't like it is it is kind of 3d but i feel like whenever i like if I see like the Avengers or something like that in 3D, mm-hmm. I, I I play around with it. But do you ever do that where you're watching a movie and you lift the glasses up and you put them back down and you can like tell yeah. the difference? Yeah, it's like it's blurry when you lift them up and look at. Them. Yeah, yeah, and then it looks cool when you put them back on. Yeah, but but then after a few minutes, I forget again and I forget it's a 3D movie and I don't really because yeah, it's like nothing pops out at you. It's like like everything's maybe just like a little bit off the screen, but like not like right in your face. I I feel like you're looking more like you're looking further into the screen. It feels like it looks like like deeper. I guess it doesn't look like this is kind of hokey. Mm-hmm. But I want to see a movie where like I actually believe that this shit's flying down my face. Right? Is, do you remember? Did you remember the uh, Spy Kids 3D? Uh, yeah, I didn't see it in theaters though. Oh yeah, I didn't either. But we rented it from Blockbuster, and they gave you like the like the classic glasses. Oh really? And it really did blow my mind. Like it really, it honestly looked like there was bubbles coming out of the screen. Like I was like, you know, like there's like the like the old commercials where like people would be like, whoa, they're like reaching out for stuff. Like we're like we're in the movie. <laughs> yeah. It like seeing a 3D movie for the first time. That is really what it was like having things like float out at you. Like Robert Rodriguez knew what he was doing at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that they had 3D like way back in like the 80s, even probably before then, right? Yeah, he's probably old as shit. (laughs) I want to see a movie where it's a gimmick like that again. I want, I I want, like, I want to throw back, like the Friday the Thirteenth movie that was in three (laughs) D. Yeah, exactly. I want, I want goofy shit. (laughs) But honestly, though, I think I told you this at one point, like making a horror movie that's three D, and like when something like jumps out, it like jumps right at the audience. Like that would like kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. And you will die when you see this movie. <laughs> you could literally market it like that. Like you'd have to have like warnings and shit before the movie. Like this movie could potentially give you like a heart attack or something. Because things yeah. would be jumping right at your face. I I I know like they a lot of studios have done that for marketing tricks beforehand. Mm-hmm. But it would be the first time where it's like if you take don't 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 take your gram out of this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I I don't want. I hope they do well. I don't want them to flop. Genuinely. Yeah, I hope because I never got to experience Avatar in the theaters when it came out. Oh wow! Yeah, it was it was I'm, weird how I didn't. I'm sorry, hop on you, that. <laughs> you actually missed out. Yeah, I, that was a memorable theater experience for me. It was yeah, it was yeah. for like the entire world apparently, and I missed out on it. So I'm hoping <laughs> it being like in the future now, then we'll get something even <laughs> bigger and better, and I can actually witness that. It would have to be, yeah, and and we also can't forget that James Cameron is a genius. Like he has consistently made the the highest grossing movies of all time. Like every time he makes something, yeah, just about. Uh, I guess and, he and knows like, how to like please an audience. Yeah, he's a technical genius, and I don't know. Yeah, so like we like I have my faith in him, mm-hmm. and he's Canadian. So and he's goddamn, he's Canadian. He's, he's all right, re- he's representing the country. <laughs> Oh man, uh, it's uh, speaking of uh, representing. Uh, Ruby Rose will not be re- re- representing uh, Batwoman anymore. <laughs> representing, 
<laughs> yeah, like uh, a, a little segue where I, I stuttered my way through it. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, I just thought it was interesting because like, I know that a lot of these CW shows, they have really, really gruesome productions. Like if, if you listen to like uh, Tom Welling, like he's, he's such a quiet, reserved guy because he basically gave up his 20s for Smallville. Like he mm-hmm. devoted ten years of like sixteen hour days, like all like basically all year long. Yeah, you like have like their like summers or whatever. But like it was it's it's grueling. Wow. And like that was why Ruby Rose left because like she was she's missing out on movie opportunities and their their long terrible shoots and she's stuck in Vancouver and it just wasn't it just wasn't a fit for her. Uh, and yeah. like. Yeah, or like Stephen Amell, like on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, like he had a panic attack in the middle of the podcast, just talking about all this Arrowverse stuff. Whew. Like being the lead of a show, it's a lot of fucking work. It's hard. I thought I thought she might have left because of all the uh, the hate that she might have been getting from people. Because I know people really didn't like that show. Oh yeah, no, like <laughs> that that aside, yeah, like <laughs> okay, the, the the critical backlash, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so it must have been must have been a mix. Yeah, you know, like, like you know, she has a god awful production, and also she's not really getting a lot of praise for it either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Ruby. I, uh, she's she's really cool. She's awesome. I hope that she does something better on it. Genuinely, <laughs> yeah. I heard that they're they're looking for a uh, another um another lady from the lgbtq community to mm-hmm. take over the role right yeah because like that was the the character is like rooted in that i forget i can't remember what the character's name is because it's not um it's, it's bad it's bad woman right it's not bad girl yeah bad girl is yeah. barbara gordon yeah. yeah yeah okay so i don't i don't know who bad woman is i'm not too familiar yeah i think there's like there's different versions yeah well so, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know which version this was or supposed to be so i don't either on it haven't watched the show don't really know and i never i never will <laughs> <laughs> amen <laughs> well yeah at least at least you got all what you could yeah okay well um uh next piece of uh more exciting news uh is uh they got a director for that uh tom cruise elon musk space movie oh boy <laughs> i forgot Did about that about movie. This? no who is it it's uh doug lyman oh oh shit okay. yeah for those who don't know he's the director of uh the born identity um uh edge of tomorrow yeah that's who uh, I swing swingers my favorite movie <laughs> from him i haven't seen it um yeah it uh i can't think of he's had some other big ones but no he's yeah he's a big deal so um okay especially since like the him and tom cruise must have chummed it up real well on edge of tomorrow because i bet like i bet he was picked by tom cruise yeah probably i i wasn't honestly the biggest fan of edge of tomorrow like i thought it was cool yeah and it just didn't blow me away like it seemed to do for everybody else yeah but Uh... i think it's it's proof that doug lyman could handle such a technically daunting project like this I don't remember much about Edge of Tomorrow. Um, I I think that like I I liked it, but now like 
thinking back on it, it's like the whole dying and then like repeat and then dying and repeat is like hasn't that like been done a whole lot and like oh, was man. that i could i could care <laughs> i could care less about that trope yeah, man I'm, yeah, like, I'm annoyed by it wouldn't that have been like kind of cliche at the point that the movie came out like i can't i can't really remember i know i th- yeah i i think i think it did it in like a it was unique and it was it was fun like it was mm-hmm. kind of its own it was its own thing but like that's just, just that trope just does not entice me at all yeah yeah groundhog day but an action movie <laughs> yeah yeah i mean groundhog day kind of is an action movie <laughs> <laughs> whatever this space movie is mm-hmm. it, it's gonna be a smash hit like can the marketing how easy it'll be to market a, like the first movie shot in space yeah it that's that's a that's a ticket right there like just somebody somebody hearing that all, people are gonna say all, they fake it like they say they fake the moon landing <laughs> Oh man, I yeah, it's, I, all, I don't know. It, it's all a conspiracy, guys. They didn't film in space, <laughs> but like just like the moon landing thing, though, like it's it's cheaper to to actually just film it in space <laughs> <laughs> than fake it. Yeah, well, because you know, like like the lights that they would have needed to imitate uh, the lights on the moon weren't invented yet. Like it would have been, it would have been too costly and and inefficient to invent yeah. lights to fake that if they want to do it accurately um okay well yeah so uh, do you do you want to get into the into the meat of the week hell yeah i do okay yeah like so yeah this again yeah big week for the industry because there's a lot of i think there's a lot of questions raised by this this next uh, piece of news here uh right, so we, would would you like to would you like to do the honors Oh, so it's the one that I know about? Okay. It's the one you know about, yeah, yeah. Uh, huge, exciting news, at least for, you know, me and Cameron. I don't know about you guys, but the Snyder Cut is officially happening. Snyder Cut! <laughs> I'm, I'm flexing my muscles right now. <laughs> Snyder Cut! Oh, yeah! Yeah, so I'm all gonna... the haters who said it didn't exist and would never happen and blah, 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 blah. Well, here you go. It's happening. So eat that crow. <laughs> you, you best believe this movie's happening, brother. <laughs> but no, uh, on, like for real though, like this is very exciting for me because even though I remember when I first saw Justice League in theaters, I came out and I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. Like I actually kind of liked it it reminded me of the justice league animated series but like wow you, re- you, liked, it. you liked it way more than i did holy yeah crap. yeah yeah you don't remember me like telling you and you're like no i didn't i hated it like you liked it and i'm like yeah i didn't think it was bad but like reflecting on it over all this time that's gone by since then it's like like it it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> it has just, no re- just, just the other night i was re-watching like scenes from the movie and i'm like why are this is the effects so bad why does steppenwolf literally look like a video game character <laughs> like why are the colors so bright and like making everything look so ugly and corny and cheap and like, <laughs> I was just like I was on a like ranting about this. <laughs> oh man. I you yeah. know that's cool that you that's cool you kind of looked at that afterwards because I was doing that in the in the theater. Like I was oh, yeah, like that, you, it, Yeah, you you were picked up on that right away, yeah. 
it it was a rough two hours for me, especially since like it kind of like it would kind of pick up for me a little bit. I mean, okay, maybe this is something. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you lost me. Yeah, that I think that might have been it. Like, cause it like the movie had like its moments ish every now and then, but a like, couple. but like overall, it was just. And and maybe like at that time, like I knew that what happened with Zack Snyder, I knew that we weren't gonna get a Snyder movie. It was gonna be a whole like Marvel ish Joss Whedon thing going in. Mm. So maybe I was like more like relaxed and like with my critique of it, and just was like, okay, let me just watch this for what it is. I I knew all that going in too, but I just wanted I wanted some you still wanted it piece to of be film. Good. Yeah, I just like it, you know it, it could have been in whatever shape and form it, it was. Like mm-hmm. you could have presented to me in in any capacity if it was a cohesive, understandable story. Yeah, it's just kind of there's just kind of nothing really happening. It's just kind of it, it felt like like compare it, it to Batman v Superman. Like it's. It's night and oh, day. Man. It's like, are these, are these movies even in the same universe anymore? <laughs> and it's gross. Like it looks, it looks nasty. It's uh-huh. it's it's a not an appealing film to look at. Yeah, BVS looks gorgeous. It it, it really is. It's it. I think it'll hold up for a long time. And like and like gritty and real and just great. And then you watch Justice League and it looks like complete just to shit. It just it looks like shit. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> well, okay. Do you want to like? I don't know if we should back up. Maybe because of people that aren't really aware are kind of just throw it into this right now. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So um, Zack Snyder made uh, uh, Batman versus Superman with a, a, a quite a mixed critical and fan uh, response. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was a lot of studio uh, backlash and s- struggles that he had filming justice league and on top of that his daughter committed suicide and it was it was really god-awful like like dreary production yeah yeah so then he had to leave the project and they brought in joss whedon and he joss whedon uh the director of uh avengers and avengers age of ultron mm-hmm. um he came in and he i think he reshot 80 percent of the film like, yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was like ninety percent or even ninety five percent. Well, it, like right right away, like it's it's a it's a jarring movie to watch. Like like uh-huh. if, if you wanted if you wanted, it's not, it's barely even a suit. Like it's a superhero film, but it's real. It's barely anything beyond that. It's just kind of a shell of just something. And like, why why did they get rid of Junkie XL? <laughs> From, yeah, like why did they? fire him from doing the score and then bring in Dan- Danny Elfman to just reuse old themes. <laughs> that's all he, that's all he did. Even his own, his he reused his own Batman theme too. Yep. Like the only part that kind of got me like emotionally was mm-hmm. when Superman comes back at the end and, and his theme starts playing. Yeah. And I kind of perked up a bit because like, that's my favorite movie. And that's, that's when I like, just that song is one of my favorite things ever. Like I have, yeah. I yeah I, I bought like the vinyl of the Superman soundtrack. It, it's yeah. a beat. so I, you know I, of I, course yeah I figured you'd probably like that. But I was like I was thinking like this could maybe be cool because I knew ahead of ahead of time going into the movie that they were gonna u- reuse the uh, the theme songs. Yeah, and yeah. then when it happened, I was just like, yeah, this doesn't really fit this universe, man. <laughs> this it, like not- it made me. 
Right, yeah, it made me perk up for like a for like a second. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, you got me. And then I was like, no, you didn't do anything with that. Actually, you kind of just you kind of just chucked it in my face and yeah. then kept walking. It just, it just feels weird, disjointed, like it doesn't belong. It's like it's messy, it's very uh, messy. It's yeah. Okay, well, um, let's talk about the future of it of it then. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know that there also has been a bit of uh, I'm not maybe not bad or just like just criticism of the fan reaction to this and how um, it like, I know a lot of it was kind of toxic too. Uh, like, it, like, especially with like, um, just like, just, just losers on the internet. Yeah. Like just screaming, release a Snyder cut. And then also the argument is like, does it exist? Does it not exist? Which is, I think it's a dumb argument because like, like, yeah, like it exists. Like it's, it's there. Like it's not, it's not put together though. And and I never really, I never really believed that it was by just shouting "release the Snyder Cut," it was going to make anything happen. Like I didn't think that Warner Brothers is going to put it back into theaters. I was like, well, like what's what's going to happen there? Like I like I knew the movie was there, and I knew Zack Snyder had his vision, and it got squandered. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, like if he has the opportunity and he can go in and put his Snyder Cut together, then yeah, then then it exists. But I was like, what what capacity could it come out? And I think I think the HBO Max is perfect. I think everything they're doing right now is once, spot on. Once that became a thing, then like real hope actually, you know, became a thing as well for uh, mm-hmm. Snyder Cut to actually happen. And um, like to me, I never even like saw like fans of you know the release the Snyder Cut movement being like doing anything like bad or harmful for anybody but like people were like were like making fun of them (laughs) you know it was like a joke to a lot of people that there were fans out there yeah saying release the planet cut people like hating on fans just for wanting to see a version of a movie like why you know why why bring them down just because they want to see the snyder cut why hate on that why make such a big deal that you got to write all these articles saying it's a pipe dream it will never happen people are delusional it doesn't exist and, like, and then now that they even it, it came out too and i sent you that one article where the guy was like well like justice league is still a bad movie so like yeah. Zack snyder's vision isn't going to make a difference you and now that, now that it's happening it's like they're still hating on it and it's like what did Zack Snyder do to these people <laughs> that they have such a hard time, like uh, just being okay with the fact that there are a ton of people out there who love what he's doing with DC and want to see his true vision. Even there's even people out there who don't really care for what Zack Snyder did, but still want to see, have him see his vision through, you know? especially since like it like it's a personal thing to him as well it's because like all the all of his family troubles that he had but like and and it's personal to all of all of us too that really that really wanted wanted something special out of all this like like to to be able to be able to see like he's like they're they're gonna be including like most likely scenes of like martian manhunter and green lantern oh yeah and dark side is gonna be like a completely different movie and people are saying like what if it's worse like there's no way it could be worse than that franken frankenstein (laughs) that we got in theaters this is an impossible way 
<laughs> I, I I think the execution could go poorly because there are some ideas about uh, how it would be released. Like, is it going to be like a four oh, and a yeah, half like hour long movie, big, or are they going to do series thing that they're yeah? And I and I hate that. I would hate for it to be chopped up weirdly into a into a mini series or something. Like, it just I don't I don't think yeah. that would work because like what like you would just I don't think I would because mind. like you know yeah because I, I I was thinking about how they would edit that because mm-hmm. if it was like like half hour hour long episodes like like a tv show like has like natural conclusions at the end so they have to like edit yeah, it in a weird yeah. way I, I heard i heard zach when he uh he had he set up this like pitch to uh, the warner brothers people at his house right and he like i guess he had like this idea actually i don't even know if it was his idea or whose idea it was but like for the whole mini series thing but apparently the idea would be that each episode would hang would end on a cliffhanger. Hmm. But like so, would they have to would they have to cut it in a certain way so that it would that it would end like in a satisfying way? Or it's just kind of end at the know. end of a scene, just a rant like, oh, this is the cutoff time and but it I, just ends after a scene. Or like I'm thinking if it's Zach's idea, then he probably knows where he could cut or what additional footage he can shoot to have that be like a cliffhanger right that's also uh another issue that he's facing with this too is that um like the the people that are in charge of hbo max mm-hmm. like they told him you you can't shoot anything anything else you have to use your existing footage and special effects and stuff like that but it's what? It, it's already yeah it's already just recent, yeah. Like he can't physically shoot anymore. The actors are coming back for voiceover work, but no, they won't be shooting anything, any new footage. So if he so wants wait, to add, wait, wait. So what's the thirty million dollars for then? What is that just for VFX or? Uh, yeah, like it's all post production. Okay. And and you know what? Like the the guy um that's in charge of like one of the one of the producers of all this. Um, at H- at HBO Max, he said, "I wish it cost thirty million dollars. Like that's that's kind of the ballpark number, but it's more." <laughs> so oh. like i yeah i bet like wor- like worst case though like if you have a scene with march and manhunter that's an entirely cg character yeah you could you could like, i wouldn't even mind seeing entirely cg scenes as well like if it was a scene in, entirely rendered in t and you had like ben affleck voice batman or something like that just as kind of like a like you know, like it's it's better than just putting in a storyboard or something like that, or just like mm-hmm. having previs stuff. Like get like a no, really nice. I think he he already has everything that he want or wanted shot shot. I feel like whatever he would have added would have just been like new ideas that he came up with mm-hmm. over all this time. So I feel like we don't have to really worry about. That. Well, that's what's great about this too is that he 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 has the benefit of hindsight. Mm-hmm. He can see what were like what might not have worked, like kind of based on what Justice League was, or like maybe so. Like if there was like a if there's an idea and like maybe all oh, people didn't like that, we'll change this over here. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if he completely changed uh, Steppenwolf's design back to what he originally had in mind. I would want. And I, I really hope he does because I don't want to yeah. see where he is to Steppenwolf in Justice hate- League hated that shit <laughs> yeah and to have like a and have a good like finished version of of dark side as well and like like the design around that character there. um 
I wonder how heavily he's going to be in the movie, actually, because I know he's supposed to be in the history lesson scene. And apparently, like, there's rumors that he's supposed to be there at the end as well. Like, they see, like, the Justice League see him through, through the boom tube, I think is like one rumor. And but he's like, hey, I'm- Justice League, I'm, I'm Dark Side. Ha ha, you're going to fight me later. Yeah. I'll be back in Justice League 2. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow, that guy is crazy. We got we to do something about that. Yeah. Um, also, like, well, is there anything else that we could talk about, like, in terms of like news wise for the Snyder Cut, because I kind of I kind of want to like start like listing like some things that I want to see. Uh, there, there is like there's some other like industry stuff with kind of like what the Snyder Cut has raised for like like questions about like other cuts, like um <laughs> like David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Cut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like um, so it was David. Yeah, David Ayer's like he. <laughs> He's like, well, where's my cut? Where's my cut of of, of Suicide Squad, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I think maybe if if people cared about Suicide Squad to begin with, make you know, like I I I feel like that movie definitely had its shot and it and it flopped. Yeah. And and like I like I I don't think a cut of his really exists. Like he I like I don't know if he had a like as I know that they recut the movie, but like mm. it's not like he had his own visionary like ideas for the film that he was going to put together yeah i'm a little iffy on it because like i by the way he's talking it's making it seem like his movie really did get butchered up a whole lot but at the same time i'm thinking well is your cut of the movie gonna save jared leto's joker you know like (laughs) yeah like that's what they say that's what jared leto said like that's what all these guys are saying but like because all the scenes of him in the movie that we all don't like they're probably still going to be in the movie yeah and then we just get more scenes we also don't like we're just getting more of it i yeah i know and like i know that they 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 recut the movie but i don't Mm -hmm. because they get with that trailer company whatever and it's just it's just a bad edit like i would like to see a a version of this movie edited properly and to make it feel like like it wasn't just kind of a a, a trailer for the DC universe. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say though, I I'm curious, and I'm all for filmmakers being able to oh, make yeah. movies the way they want to make their movies. Absolutely. So I do want to see his cut, and I do hope maybe one day he gets that opportunity. I know AT AT and T is teasing a whole lot on their Twitter about the p- potential of uh, releasing his cut. And the potential of other things as well, but wait, AT and T, like the phone company? Yeah, because you know how like they own Warner Brothers now, Time Warner oh, Media. Oh, right, right, right. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So they, they're apparently they're like the reason, or like a major reason why the Snyder Cut's even like like happening on HBO Max now, and like yeah, they're cool. they're super excited about, uh, I guess, the potential for David Ayer's Suicide Squad cut. And the potential for Ben Affleck to potentially come back as Batman. And all these different things that they're teasing on their Twitter. And I think, it, like, Ben Affleck coming back, too, like, that could also work. Because, you know, like, like there's there's the MCU Spider-Man, but there's also, like, Spider-Verse. Like, there's they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. different things. Like, we could you, could, you could still have Matt Reeves' Batman, and then mm-hmm. you can still also in, in have... In his own separate universe. 
yeah that's fine i do i do think people would probably start picking sides though i do feel like people would be like why watch robert pattinson's batman when you can watch ben affleck and it's so much better you'll have people saying the you know the same for robert pattinson but i did i did hear like like people like suggesting that maybe you could just have uh the batman be like an hbo max series rather than cool that's that's a cool idea yeah yeah i like that so then it's something different Mm -hmm. but i don't know i don't know if ben affleck really wants to come back for that kind of stuff but well i guess we'll see i think him and Zack snyder both like they they both had a really rough time around justice league like you know, Zach's family issues and Ben Affleck also had family issues, you know, drinking problems, stuff like that. And it's like for them to recoup and come back and finish what I bet they had a vision for Batman. Yeah. That sounds really fucking enticing to me. Get I Batman would... versus Deathstroke like it was originally planned. Uh, Christian Bale is my Batman, like what I grew up with. But but I think mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's my favorite. I think like seeing yeah. him as Batman, it's the only one that gives me like like the chills of you know it's like this is the batman that i want to see on screen the best it's not even debatable he is the most comic book accurate batman that we've ever gotten and it's on, it's on in God damn it it's satisfying in movies in live action movies um so uh, how do you feel about uh the the rumors that if uh the Snyder cut is a smash hit on HBO Max that Warner Brothers might continue with the Snyderverse. I don't know how uh true that is. Like mm-hmm. I know like that's I, I, like that's not rumors, that's just kind of like an idea that people have, I bet. Like that is the dream. That is that is the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um yeah, but like I could see it happening, not gonna lie. I I, I could I could too, yeah. And I like I I would never deny that or anything. But like it's just like it's just a really tough sell. I, I don't want to be setting any standards. You know, I, I like we're getting the the what Zack Snyder wanted for Justice League, yeah. and it'll probably be really cool and really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it it just feels like it feels greedy to be like, and now we want more. Give us more, <laughs> you fuckers. Yeah, like I uh, I don't I, mean, I don't mind seeing this movie and then possibly just being content and being like, that was awesome. I feel I feel a lot better about all that now. I think the thing is though is that. Like, there's new leadership at Warner Brothers now. Like, Toby Emmerich, you know, he wasn't the one who was there when Justice League was happening. So he might, since he's the new guy, you know, he might be looking at this like, wow, like, people really love and support what Zack Snyder was going for. And, like, if that is proven with uh, Snyder's Cut being, like, a huge smash hit on HBO Max, he might then feel like okay well maybe this is the direction that we should be going for dc because who's to say that snyder's justice league 2 won't be another smash hit right so that's, it, that's it, how i'm kind of thinking about it yeah i and i i honestly honest to god mm-hmm. hope that that the thought goes that way because mm-hmm. like i'm i'm just getting i'm getting emotional right now just thinking about it being <laughs> able to being able to see like because i was i was more so a, a dc fan when i was a kid yeah. Like growing up, like Superman, Same. like all Justice League the Justice stuff. League animated series was amazing. Yeah, so to to be able to see, like uh, you remember, remember the really god awful shot at near the end of Justice League where they're all standing on that 
thing. Like, I don't know what they're standing on. They're all just kind of looking down. Yeah, and they're looking like, at that CGI shit. <laughs> that, that was supposed to be the epic hero shot where you see all these heroes together. And yeah. it just really, it just really meant nothing to me. Yeah. I felt, I felt empty inside when I saw that. But if you see, like, building towards seeing, like, seeing uh, Green Lantern and the Martian Manhunter in there and, like, maybe mm-hmm. fighting even Brainiac even or like like being able to see that stuff on like mm-hmm. especially since like this stuff is what we've aged with like I feel like the tone that that Zack Snyder's verse was going for is like a, a, like an aged like for you and I you know like we're older now and we yeah. can handle these these more intense storylines and I like 100%. that's perfect that would be perfect absolutely mm-hmm. but okay uh should should I mention like do it yeah i yeah. want to see changed okay so obviously like the effects like i talked about um also at the end what i'm hoping is different is that whole like last fight scene <laughs> against steppenwolf because you know how like superman comes in and he just just destroys him it's not, <laughs> even, a, it's not even a fight like <laughs> make it's funny league seem completely useless when superman is around like oh, that needs God. to change I think that there will still be a bit of a push in the, in this other in the Snyder Cut where it'll be like, well, we we got to get Superman back. We could really use him, but it's just it defeats the purpose of the team when one member <laughs> one is, guy just wrecks him. Wrecks the is wait, yeah, like he like Superman could have he could have done everything the Justice League did by himself, right? Uh-huh. Like it's basically what the movie was saying was that like this whole time all we needed was just this one. Like, what's the point yeah, of the team then? Yeah, yeah. Why form the league? Yeah, like. It was way better in uh, BVS when Superman was getting his ass handed to him by Doomsday. Like, Wonder Woman was doing way better than he was, <laughs> arguably, that, yeah. against him. Like, that's way better. And it makes sense because, you know, she has a lot more training and experience with fighting and all that. But, like, then all of a sudden in, in Justice League, Wonder Woman's getting her ass kicked. Aquaman's getting his ass kicked. Everyone's getting their ass kicked. And Superman comes in and it's just like, boom, 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 done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it it was a bummer for like how goddamn cool Wonder Woman was in BVS. Yeah, and like 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 her entrance, like like anytime she's on she's on screen in BVS, like she kind of she kind of steals the show a bit. Mm -hmm. Like 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 you know during the end, like when she shows up, like the hero shot with the three of them, and she's in the center, man. Like she's it's so good, yeah. And then for to have her be so like like undercut in Justice League and like. How she's just kind of she ends up kind of being a like a, a a weaker character and like Ben Affleck makes fun of her dead boyfriend and she's like all <laughs> mad about it and, and like uh, uh the movie like in some parts actually just looks like a like a TV show like <laughs> you know, I th- I think if I think if we ever wanted to get it to like we we talk about that Rise of Skywalker commentary track if we I think we could do Justice League easily <laughs> yes yeah wouldn't that be funny that'd be really yeah. funny yeah yeah um. What would you want to see change? Mm, I uh, I would want to. I okay. I really want to see Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern. I already I already mentioned that, but like mm. that would be. Did you hear be like, the rumor of who is potentially playing Green Lantern? No, I I I, 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 I heard about one of them. I heard about like who's because they, like they planned for that general to be Martian Manhunter. Yes, General Swanwick. Okay, uh, I couldn't tell you the name. 
He's the, he's the guy that I hate that line in, in Man of Steel where the where the Superman like crashes that drone and he gets uh-huh. out of that car and he, and he goes, "What the f?" <laughs> That's what he says. That's what he says. Look it up. It's weird. It's like why did why did you do that? Just, you could have said anything else. What yeah. the f? I don't. Even I'm. I'm. That. I'm. It's goofy. It's yeah. It's it's off putting. That's like. Okay, sorry. Uh, who's who's playing Green Lantern? Uh, Sam Benjamin. Look him up. Sam Benson, what's he in? Uh, I don't know. I guess like a lot of, I think he's been in actually some pretty big TV shows, but like him himself is not like a huge name, obviously. Hmm, Which okay. I completely like, by the way, that Zack Snyder picks these, you know, guys who aren't like big A-list actors to play these roles because I, to me, that's so much better. Yeah, like Ben Affleck. Nobody knew who Ben Affleck was when Zack Snyder <laughs> picked him to be. Right? You're like, who, who the hell was that guy? Some bum yeah. off the street. Or yeah, like like Henry Cavill. Like no, like no, I did had no idea who that was. Not a damn clue. Gal Gadot. Sorry, pronouncing her last name wrong. <laughs> um, she she was only in Fast and Furious. That's all I knew her from. Yeah, yeah and she, she was just like a side character in that, right? Um, yeah, basically, you know. Ezra Miller wasn't that huge. Uh, Ray Fisher, he was just a, a like a Broadway actor. Like you know, I love that he picks these lesser known people. I feel bad for for Ray Fisher of all people because mm-hmm. it it really like, you know like Ezra Miller and like everybody else already kind of had like a bit of a career going, but this was gonna mm-hmm. be Ray Fisher's big break. He was gonna get his own uh-huh. cyborg yeah, movie. He was gonna, he was gonna be a movie. big yep yep. And then and then look where we are now. <laughs> Cy- shit happened cyborg 2020 it's coming up this year bro i'm waiting for it <laughs> yeah oh man oh man that's tough um did you look him up i did yeah he um okay there's a picture of him in peaky blinders mm-hmm. where he he kind of looks like he looks like a goofy little guy from harry potter <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's other there's other ones where i'm like oh i had the hair and like yeah, if you, specifically if you type in Sam Benjamin Green Lantern, like yeah, you'll see. Man, yeah, big yeah. This is it's so uh, big news, big news this big week. News. That was... Snyder Cut, let's go! Can't wait, twenty twenty one, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, what do they say? Like May or something like that? I think. I have no idea. Some probably time in twenty twenty one. Probably a year. I heard it was like yeah, probably the first quarter. It'll be a year from now. Mm-hmm. And and two, like if you want to, if you want to see uh, things like this in the future, like and the, especially for having things on um, streaming platforms like this too, you you gotta pay for it. Like you can't be you can't be bootlegging this stuff. Like you have to you have to show you have to don't, show the numbers. Don't bootleg it. No, I please be, don't bootleg this. I definitely will be getting my subscription. Yes, yeah. Even if you yeah, just do the month or whatever. Show the numbers. That's mm-hmm. what really matters. Exactly the support. DJ, it's time for an ad. And what better ad uh, than to talk about your clubhouse that you're building this summer? Uh, I'm not building the clubhouse. The clubhouse for us, yes. I remember you telling me about it. Uh, it's one of the most important things you're going to probably have as a tool for your clubhouse that you're building for us is a line locate. You know what that is, sir? No, I have no idea. And I have no idea about this clubhouse either. Well, I'll, I'm going to tell you about a couple of important things. First of all, you're building us a clubhouse this summer. Second of all... You would go down to uh, clickbeforeyoudig.com and uh, you would request your free line locate for your backyard. That way, you'll know exactly where the power lines are 
in your backyard as well as gas so that you don't hit anything when you're uh, using a, a big old a big old tractor to uh, to clear the area for our for a big old clubhouse uh yeah sounds sounds very interesting man but what clubhouse are you talking about for the clubhouse for the our new podcast we make clubhouse um so uh you <laughs> <laughs> Always plan ahead. Get a line locate for any digging project this summer. Visit clickbeforeyoudig.com to request your free line locate today. Sweet. All right. Let's do it. Let's make a clubhouse, I guess. Oh, no way. Cool. I didn't think I was going to give in to you. Awesome. <laughs> okay. And uh, do you know what uh, our next little segment we got here, DJ? Our recommendations. Our recommendations and watch lists. Or awesome. Whatever we call it. <laughs> uh, all right. I think the idea is for me to go first here. Yeah. Yeah. What you watch this week? I watched only actually I don't even think I just watched two movies but <laughs> my my recommendations will only be two and these are the only two ones I can remember anyways so <laughs> first one uh once upon a time in America oh cool he's really really good in it um who would you say like like what who would you recommend this movie to like is it like it's probably not for everybody right I um I mean the only thing that would stop me from recommending it to everybody would be the length I think I think mm-hmm. besides that like it's a pretty like pretty good like contemporary like story movie that I feel like anybody could watch and enjoy which kind of surprised me because at the start of the movie I was a little worried not gonna lie I was, <laughs> I was like okay what's happening like there was very little dialogue for like i don't even know like 10 15 maybe even 20 minutes like it was just very quiet very slow and i was like oh no like do i have to what have i done it's like oh no but then the story picks up and then you you get into it a little bit and then yeah it actually gets a little interesting and so I, I, I would rec other than the length, I would recommend it to everybody to watch and judge for themselves what they think of it. Yeah. So play a book a day off work and then check the film out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I, um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the Sergio Leone got, uh, at least consistently better, like, like later on. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I remember saying that like, I was not, I was not into uh, for a few dollars more, but, uh, but you know, like, uh, uh, good, the bad, and the ugly is is still highly revered. So yeah. why not? Yeah, check it out if you got Dude. the time. Check it out. Okay, well, I I also picked uh, another uh, classic film, uh, a little bit newer than yours though. Okay, at least I feel it's a classic film. Is uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ooh, yes, sir. <laughs> I have not seen this movie until today. Wow. It, yeah, you, I'm, you missed out on, on quite a spectacle, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't miss out. I, st- I still, in, I was in awe of the spectacle today. I, I, I absolutely understand when people say that the movie is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. everything about it, yeah. Especially, like, like the characters... And just these these grand shots, like they really like using like these these really wide lenses. They take up like everything in the frame, mm-hmm. and 
and the camera the movement is so fluid with the action too and i didn't know that like i knew it was all like wire foo stuff and i didn't like yeah, i was gonna that, ask like is that was that the first like um movie that did that style of um of a yeah I, fighting I, I feel like to me it felt like more of an homage maybe i don't know if it was in, invented it that, okay. like I have to yeah, look maybe, it up, yeah. Maybe. But it's it's the best example. Oh yeah. Yeah, like uh there's another one, um, Hero. I know you've seen that one with yes. uh with, yes. with Jet Li. I I like I liked Hero. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was like there's a lot of stuff I really enjoyed in it. Um but I I loved this movie so much. I loved Crouching Tiger so much. I put it on my favorite movies list already. Yeah. Immediately. I, I it should be on my all time list, I think. And it it sucks that that uh Ang Lee hasn't really ma- made something of of this caliber. Like it, it was it was an earlier film for him, but like like since then it it, it seems like he's tried to 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 repeat it a bit, but like he just he he does all these like really crazy like innovative technical feats you know with all the frame for frames per second and stuff like that but, yeah like it just it just doesn't land like this one does man like it, every note this movie hits is just it's just perfect i just checked and apparently it's not on my list um god damn it i don't <laughs> i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if i just like missed it because you know how like my original list got deleted somehow or lost somewhere so oh right right maybe i have to re-add it i don't know i'll have to take a look see but i do remember it being a really good movie i know that yeah it's a classic for sure it is yeah and like i think it really captures a lot of um a lot of uh chinese like culture and um and like storytelling Mm -hmm. because like like especially how the characters talked and like a lot of there's a lot of their um cultural norms are built on like like honor and, and grace and you know and le- like telling like stories as like legends and like like lots of lessons and, and stuff like that in their storytelling and and i think that like the movie flows in such a way that like you really get you really get a strong feeling from from the story that it's grasping and it's timeless. Like this movie will, it'll last forever. I believe. Awesome. I, yes. I, I would agree with you. Good. You do better. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll let you know if it gets added to the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, it already is. I know. Yeah. You, you have to. Yeah. I have to. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, what else do you watch? Uh, incendies. Denis oh, Villeneuve's cool. uh, first major hit film. I don't know if it was the first film he did, but I know it was like one of the ones that it, was. Uh, yeah, and and I, and I know too. Like as I've seen, I I've seen the first ten minutes, and then like I remember I was like falling asleep, and it was just it was late, and I was like I started this movie way way too late. I can't keep up with this, mm-hmm. and I went to bed, and I just I haven't got back to it yet. But I know like right at the beginning, there's lots of like like national film board like quebec film like yeah. it's, it's a very canadian film yeah it's it's definitely like it's got that indie vibe to it a little bit yeah yeah but at the same time i really did feel a lot of sicario vibes throughout oh wow mm-hmm. like like that level of intensity 
No, like, I just mean, like, with the flow of everything and, like, the shot selection. Like, you could definitely, like, feel that, like, yes, this is a Denis Villeneuve movie because oh. it was very similar to Sicario, I felt. Um, yeah, I, I wondered. Yeah. I, like, I wondered if it was going to have a feel like that. Uh, Some pretty, uh, I would... I would venture to say powerful stuff <laughs> is in this movie and uh, some crazy stuff. And I will not spoil. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, like, would you, would you I, say I, the less you know about it, the better? Yes. A hundred percent. You don't, do not get this movie spoiled for you. Watch oh, it. No way. Do, yeah. Watch it. Like I recommended to you, watch it and just let whatever happens <laughs> happen. No way. Okay, cool. You you bumped up my excitement like tenfold. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, wow. Yeah, it was it was really good. Wasn't disappointed. Good job, Denny Villeneuve. Good job, Denny. You're representing us all all quite well. Yes, yes, yes. You are you are Canada's best filmmaker right now. Yeah, like sorry, James Cameron. I know. I was gonna say, yeah. You better be. You better make sure that James Cameron is listening. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, man, yeah. we love you, Denny. Is that is that everything then for the watch? I, do, I believe it's everything. Yeah, I I think it's okay. We have a, a bit of a shorter than one, one this week because we yeah. had a lot of yeah a, a lot of a lot of news up top, and also I didn't really watch a lot of movies. I bought a motorcycle and I Whoa, uh, last week, what? and I went. Yeah, I know. I didn't tell you this yet. And I went this past weekend. I went for a motorcycle safety course in Saskatoon. So like, wow, okay, yeah, it, it's you. been a. I know it's been a busy week. Yeah, so, Daredevil. I yeah, <laughs> like it, over here. <laughs> I I, th- I I think it's more uh, um, uh, a quarter life crisis stuff. Remember, <laughs> quarter. <laughs> remember last, yeah, remember last week I was like my hair it's thinning. <laughs> no, buy a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting too old. I need to, I need to feel young again. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, I need a vehicle for the summer because I'm mm. not going to be borrowing vehicles every day. Okay, DJ, well, do you know what time it is? <laughs> what time is it, buddy? It's time for some fun shit. Yes, yeah, sir. And uh, for those of you uh, new joining us, uh, we will be uh, checking out uh, some uh, really cool, uh, informative reviews on IMDb today. Uh, for, which movie will we be doing well, movies plural actually oh movies yeah so uh so i went to the the depths of the imdb uh user review section and i found the one star reviews for uh the very highly revered uh trilogy the lord of the rings <laughs> or in this case the very not highly revered <laughs> no lord of the rings trilogy it's kind of weird that you can you can check the internet and you can really find people that that hate these incredible films. It's wild. Yeah, people and their opinions, I guess. But I know. Let's, we all... let's jump into it and let's yeah, let... let's have some fun. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, first up for uh, I I did I got one one review for each movie in the trilogy. All right. So uh, first up is for uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Um, this guy's name is uh. I think it's bees, but it's like B E A S S. Bees. Wow. Okay. Bees. B ass. B A. This guy will be ass in this review. <laughs> be ass at every review. All right. 
Uh, yeah, every every week we make we make a new name for like what was what was what was last guy like, like <laughs> honestly but, I don't remember. <laughs> it was like butt liquor four twenty or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 butt liquor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. First up, uh, BS says uh, it's not. It's not that great. All caps for not. Okay. And he says why? Because it because it, it is repetitive. That's why. Here's the story in short. Bad man slash creature slash ghost slash ting. I don't know. He's getting there. <laughs> T- yeah. Uh, I think he meant to say thing. I don't know. Okay. Uh, creates a powerful and evil ring. Anyone who possesses it and wears it becomes obsessed. Ring bad. Hence, someone, the hobnobs. <laughs> is he is he like trying to be like insulting or is he just, what's, what's going on here? I I think so, but like I think hobnobs is so funny. I I only want to call them hobnobs. Look, look at the little hobnobs running around over there. Hobnobs. <laughs> Uh, hence, someone, the hobnobs, must get rid of the evil ring. So far, so good. But then that's it. From there on, it's all traveling, fighting evil, more traveling, fighting more evil, even more traveling, and fighting even more evil. A pattern <laughs> starts to emerge. Yes, there are some nice effects and it looks real pretty, but the story blows chunks. <laughs> Whoa. I don't really, I don't really care if the book is fantastic. I go to the cinema to see a good film, not a good book. And in this case, the film wasn't great. Special effects alone does not make a movie. Is that it? That's the end of the review. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, <laughs> oh, man! It yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know. So, so you go into a movie and you're like, this is gonna be like a a big fantasy epic. Uh huh. And and you walk in and you're like, wow, this this story is is so all this world building you're doing, all this context you're giving me is boring. <laughs> why would why would I want you to to do any of that? All they have to do is destroy a ring. Lame. What, like, <laughs> and they don't even or <laughs> they don't even destroy the the ring at the end of the movie. Why did I even watch the movie then? <laughs> Right, they just traveled and then they just fought evil and then traveled more and fought more evil. It's like, um, so like, what movies is this guy watching? Where, like, I and like, he wasn't, he must not have been listening to what they were saying either because they're kind of explaining why they're doing all this shit, too. They're kind of like, we have to go there because this is important, and then it'll like, like, this is like, you know, it's the first part in a trilogy, it's setting a lot of Mm -hmm. things up, too. Yeah, so like, does so the like, person hate like I guess like treasure hunt movies then? Because those are pretty simple, right? You have the treasure, and then you have to go on an adventure to go find that treasure, or like yeah, any quest movie ever where the people have to go <laughs> on said quest <laughs> to find said thing or destroy said thing in this case. Yeah, That's and weird. like, like maybe I understand how like it doesn't really it, like it doesn't wrap up in fellowship, which is the point. But it does have right. a satisfying conclusion, and you can see like Very okay, there's fun. a lot of there's a lot of places this this can go. Like mm-hmm. I I love the end of fellowship; it's so good. Yeah. Um, Would you say fellowship is your favorite out of the trilogy? No, no. I uh, Return of the King is my favorite. I'm uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's basic uh... bitch stuff. It's, um... <laughs> no, apparently but, I just learned like not too long ago that apparently a lot of people feel like Fellowship is the best out of the trilogy. 
it's uh it's the most memorable for me probably like the most like nostalgic when i see it i get really nostalgic and like same. i like same I, yeah i love it like like okay maybe maybe i could say that one's like that one's my favorite and then maybe i think return of the king is the best okay, i guess yeah. you could say that yeah yeah i'm sorry two towers <laughs> I love two towers. I love. I them. do. I, I do too. No, none of them are bad. Like yeah. if you if you rank them, like I'm not it's, ranking it's them. Hard like, to rank. It's very hard to rank. In yeah. fact, I'm pretty sure at some point I'm probably just going to, if I haven't already done it, I'm just going to like in my list of greatest films, probably just gonna condense all three films into the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and it'll just have its one its own little spot. I've done that too. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I I actually have. Because it's just, it's like the three films, they basically are one long movie. So yeah. might as well combine them. I think they should be treated as such. So like people shitting on the on the, the first one in the trilogy and being like, don't do anything. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. Uh, okay. And then, uh, uh, yeah, for Two Towers, um, this guy's got a cool name actually. <laughs> it's uh, Chain... Chainsaw Dave and Mr. Shoop. So wow. two people? <laughs> I I guess. And they're like they they do uh IMD, IMDb <laughs> movie reviews. Like they, they're they're a big it, deal on IMDb. Yeah, it's like the, the early days of podcasting. Like, everyone check out a review on, on IMDb. And everyone's like, fuck <laughs> off, man. You suck. Wait, well, what year is this review from? 2003. Okay. Like, these are the these are when they all right. The first one too was also two thousand three, so I guess I guess a year later, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yes, from uh, uh, Chainsaw Dave. Yeah, he says, "Am I the only person who hated this film?" So I guess it's one guy. Sorry, sorry about that, Chainsaw Dave. Um, I, I don't know where Mister Shoop is, but I, I hope he's okay. <laughs> so yeah, so he says, "I was greatly anticipating viewing this film after all the hype and enjoying the first one at the cinema. Unfortunately, I thought this was the biggest load of nonsense I had ever seen." I kept waiting and waiting for the story to get interesting, and then the film finished. Gollum was rubbish. This oh, was he might be British, damn, because uh, <laughs> he used rubbish. <laughs> Gollum was rubbish. Now you got to now like you got to continue. Yeah, continue. I with have to. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> the, the scene when he was talking to himself was so bad. I had to laugh out loud. <laughs> Why did the orc slash human hybrids have Cockney accents? I'm hungry. Meat's on the menu. <laughs> that's not that. Okay, no, like I get, I get what he's. I know what line he's talking about, but that's not. It's not a line in that movie at all. <laughs> there, there is, there is I a love great this where, accent. <laughs> there, I, one of my my favorite line is is in, in Two Towers when uh, like they were trying to kill the Hobbit, they were arguing over like, eating them, yeah, and then he kills one of the orcs, and he goes. Meets back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great line. Come on, I, a, I know. I don't know what this guy's getting at. He's like they all cockney. At, yeah, I remember the guy's like, boy, just take a little, have a little taste. Of this. <laughs> I I know what he's talking about, but like yeah. everybody, like there's so many people in this movie that that are like everybody's British. Like why? Like <laughs> some it, people it find anything to hate on. Anything, anything. Man. Uh, how did he finish this up? Um, oh, and what was that tree all about? <laughs> like, oh, wait, well, maybe, maybe if you watched the movie, you might have figured out what the trees were doing. Or maybe if uh, you knew about the books. Or, like, I've I've never read any of the books, and I totally understand what Treebeard's deal is. Yeah, 
It's a fantasy film. What do you mean? What's up with the tree? <laughs> there's talking trees. There, there's magic. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what. Like, why'd you watch this movie if you're gonna be <laughs> mad about talking trees? That's so unrealistic. <laughs> Walks out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, he goes. Um, am I the only person who gets bored by constant close-ups and, and continued Aragon? Okay, it's Eric Gord. <laughs> Aragon, son of Bagagon, king of Caragon, ruler of Dragagon, etc. Type of dialogue. Oh my god! And then this is the clincher. This is the best line in his review. Yeah, it made the Phantom Menace look like Seven Samurai. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so why do people always like take completely unrelated things? <laughs> like, yeah. It- try to like relate it to the movie like that, they're reviewing that guy that guy last week that was like yeah. oh uh <laughs> the dark Knight didn't push the boundaries of violence on cinema uh, for example clockwork orange did. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah exactly like like where are you pulling this from phantom menace looks like <laughs> seven samurai what like, <laughs> yeah I, I and like i don't really i don't really understand it so i guess he's saying that like it, like if you compare the two towers to the phantom menace mm-hmm. then the phantom menace is a masterpiece yeah i think that that's quite the huge <laughs> huge <laughs> fucking leap is a, <laughs> beyond a leap i think yeah that is a different ball game holy Incredible. shit okay great thank you thank you chainsaw dave and mr shoop one man <laughs> thank y'all thank y'all uh okay and then uh this guy doesn't have as great as a na- of a name it's uh, Rager B61 um hope he's doing okay these days this is in 2004 so he uh, he might be uh he might have been living a different life it, wouldn't it be crazy to talk to these people be like how do you still feel about uh about the two towers yeah yeah i i would hope hope to god that they changed their minds. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to reason, man. Like they, yeah, they realize they're wrong. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rager B sixty one says simply dot 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 awful. Uh, I cannot believe that this movie received all of the awards that it did. It was long, slow moving, predictable. That that's why I picked this one because like, what what does he mean by predictable? I how did how did how can you really predict anything in these movies? I'm thinking, and <laughs> I don't have a clue. I don't think I predicted a single damn thing. But like, how could you? <laughs> like, unless you read the books, right? Yeah, man. He walked in. Wow, these movies. This is the same story. I, I knew everything that was going to happen. They copied the Lord of the Rings books. <laughs> That's what this is. God damn it. Grace. Uh, he says, um. Oh, and the acting was terrible. No, it's not. You know, like objectively, yeah, oh my god! It, like I, I, I hate to throw it up because we made fun of that guy last week for saying objectively. Mm-hmm. But no, the acting in this movie is not bad. No, at all. No, the acting in none of none of the Lord of the Rings movies is bad. They're they're all incredible. The amount of the amount of work these actors put into, like, like year after year making these films. Like the amount of hard work, like you, you can't fault them for anything. How can you say the acting's bad when, like, so much of it's so emotional? Sam and Frodo, fucking, uh, you know, Gimli and uh, uh, Legolas is like comedic acting together was hilarious. 
That still only counts as one. <laughs> like, fuck, that shit's funny. That's the classic line. Really funny. And Ian McKellen, is, I love that guy. Gandalf, amazing. He, Pippin he is, was fantastic in that movie. His singing, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck this Mary, guy. Mary and Pippin did not, like, like they had such an incredible arc mm-hmm. in these in these three movies. Like, uh-huh. They they did not falter at all, and like and Billy Boyd and Dominic Moynihan, like they're they're an awesome pair. Like they work so well together. Like these are, technically speaking, these are awesome actors. These are very amazing. great actors. Amazing, flawless. I would go yeah. so far as to say flawless. Uh, oh, he, he has um he has a couple of classic lines here. He goes, "I can't believe they cut out over an hour's worth of video to get it down to its length." Well, it makes sense, asshole. You can't put a four-hour movie into into a into a theater like. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. could, but you know they just don't want to. I but yeah, I I just don't think it would have gained as much as much traction. Like yeah, the the fans are like, oh, that was great. Let me watch some more. But then mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that were like, that was awesome. That's all I needed. Yeah. And then they might have they might have been bogged down by another are, hour's are, worth are of like, footage. Like, are the Lord of the Rings movies the only movies that like out there where like the theatrical cut? And the extended cut are like just as good. Equally, yeah, they, yeah, they, they equally both have a good. purpose. Like you can take the theatrical cut as is, amazing. You can take the extended cut, amazing. Like you can't go wrong. <laughs> with the cut. I I will agree. I don't think that the extended cuts are a good movie going experience because mm-hmm. I saw the extended cut for Two Towers just like just earlier this year, I believe. Yeah, at at the theater because they were playing them. And oh, yeah, really? I was I was really tired. I was like, you know, I would have probably enjoyed watching this at home. I maybe I, I could have like paused it and made some snacks or something like that because I was like, you know, you get through the popcorn in the first like hour or whatever, and then you're mm-hmm. like, whoa, I'm just I I have to be so focused on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I understand I understand the need for the theatrical version, but like that's a part of the fun. You watch the theatrical version, and you're like, cool. I can I can watch another hour's worth of this movie when I mm-hmm. feel like it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, um, I wish that Gandalf would have just given Frodo a giant eagle in the first movie so that he could just fly over and drop the ring into the volcano and save us all the pain of watching this series. <laughs> Classic line. Oh, th- this guy got us. He got, I-, I can't argue with him. No, I think he won, actually. He, he-, he won the internet. That he destroyed us all with that line. <laughs> I- and it's ori- it's really original, too. I, I-, I think he came up with that as- on his own. <laughs> How do you argue against it? Oh, no, honestly, I'm, though, honestly, though, like, is there an explanation for that? Uh, I, I, I think, like, well, I mean, obviously, from a storytelling perspective, it's a shitty story. <laughs> but like, there is, if you look into it, there's like a technical thing with the eagles. They're they're kind of like, they're like omnipotent. They're kind of like, no, we like, we don't like just do this whenever you want us to, like assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> button whenever they feel like button in <laughs> yeah i'm I, i'm sure like i i'm not very familiar with token lore at all i'm sure there's there's a huge extensive reason for it mm-hmm. um if anybody if anybody oh, well, uh, listening would i quickly googled it it says the reason the ring bearer which is frodo did not fly mm-hmm. to mordor by eagle is fairly simple the purpose of the Fellowship of the Ring and the linchpin of the entire strategy decided on in Riv- Rivendell was to destroy the Ring in a mission of secrecy. 
Eagles are clearly far more noticeable than oh. hobbits or other travelers on foot. That's oh, a good point. Yeah. You fly That's on eagles, awesome those point. motherfuckers are gonna notice you <laughs> from a mile away. <laughs> They're probably gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, like the all-seeing eye is like, hey, yeah. hey, wait a minute. Hey, does anybody else see these big fucking birds <laughs> flying or right towards us? Like that's yeah. not that's not okay. Go deal that's with a, that. <laughs> that's a great practical. Like, if anybody ever throws that out again, I'll I'll give them that reason. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good point. Good. Okay. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. What's one of the the weirdest thing about this review is that it kind of gets like he throws out this weird line where he's like, "I was also worried that there was going to be a love fest between Frodo, Sam, and the other hobbits." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Dude, you kind of lose credibility at that point. Absolutely lose credibility. Like that. Come on now. This is a bad man. This is a bad guy. Yeah. Come on, dude. Oh, these 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 hobbits are all close friends, and they then they they love each other like family. They must be gay. (laughs) I I I was just waiting for all these all these gay weird gay weird little men to to start kissing each other. (laughs) Like that. Don't watch, don't watch movies. Like, oh, what a disgusting attitude they have. Jeez. <laughs> Their love um, is just very strong for each other, man. Like, come on. <laughs> like, man, it's just, it, like, I, I can't even get it. That's a whole other thing to get into. I don't want to, I don't want to humor, like. I'm sorry <laughs> nobody loved you like that in your life. <laughs> oh, you, you got him. You got him. You got him back. You experienced love like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he got us with the eagle thing you got it right back <laughs> hey, we, we, okay we destroyed this guy and then the dumbest uh the dumbest thing of all i think is when he goes also with all the computer generated scenes why go all the way to new zealand to film it at least it was all over with now how is that a complaint <laughs> How they, they, the, they, how the, why did you go to New Zealand? Why didn't you just CGI everything? These <laughs> these idiots shot in these beautiful real locations. Why didn't they just why didn't they just make it on their computers? <laughs> Would you have wanted to see a, a computer generated Mordor in in two thousand four? No, I wouldn't have asked that upon anybody. I, I why what? <laughs> this guy's crazy. We gotta certify him. <laughs> crazy. Oh, crazy person. Yeah, that was yeah. That was for like I could have found more like people again. Like I found lists of people breaking down like these are all the pros and the cons of the movie, and this is why it's one star. Yeah, like uh, these are just like it's just fun to find like idiots like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No problem. No, no problem at all. <laughs> I probably I could have done three for each movie, but I thought it might have been dragged out. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one was good. One for each was good. Yeah, and especially since like the like each one kind of like talks about like the series as a whole as mm-hmm. well. Even like like you could have you could have put any of those reviews in any of the movies, I think. And then and it still would have made sense. Yeah. It's just kind of like oh, it's slow it's and dumb, and then there's like, why didn't Frodo take an eagle in fellowship? <laughs> why didn't they just kiss? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man! People, people, well, uh, people. is that the show, DJ? 
<laughs> that's a good way to end it i think <laughs> i think it's a show right. oh man well uh, hell yeah thanks everybody for listening again um i'm i'm really liking where the podcast is going now and i like i like the format that we're at right, right now yeah yeah and yeah. uh is this officially the the first official podcast where we are a part of the saskatchewan podcast network this is absolutely the first podcast the first part of this. Now, now you know we are officially a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Yeah, absolutely. Check out other uh, podcasts on the uh, Saskatchewan Podcast. The uh, is that a SaskatchewanPodcast dot com? Sorry, uh, SaskPodcastNetwork.com. Yes, that's the website. My bad. Um, yeah, ch- check out more there. There's like uh, the F word. That's another good uh, um, movie news and. Uh, movie topic related uh show on there too mm-hmm. um yeah that's just off the top of my head uh talking 306 that's another good one too um yeah the check us out to so support us um yeah. make sure you, you click before you dig uh, all, the, all the cool stuff we're happy and excited to be a part of it now yeah i love it yeah and i i i, I want to connect the show with a lot of people too like i want to i want to be able to like to to talk and have discourse. I love film, and especially after the last episode, I had lots of people messaging me too. And like, I, I I love talking about movies, and I want you to talk about them with us. Like that's the the point of the show is like Hell connecting yeah. connecting our art. Yeah, our love of movies. We come together and we just enjoy it. Yeah, and it, it just yeah, it, it makes it makes everything just just that much sweeter. Yeah. Uh, so where where can we find you on the socials? You can find me DJ Carnegie on Instagram and my YouTube channel also DJ Carnegie. And uh, how do you spell that? <laughs> right, <laughs> DJ as is, and then last name C A R N E G I E. Wait, sorry, what was those two first two letters? I'm writing this down. Was it? Was it? A, it was. A, a... It was J and then D. Oh, JD, my man. How's it going? <laughs> Don't mess. Uh, you can find me on uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Kambaletsky, C-A-M-B-I-L-E-T-S-K-I. As well, you can find the show on Instagram and Twitter at uh, We Make Movies Pod on both. We're uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be on there, and um, yeah, maybe we could possibly post some. Uh, some behind the scenes stuff for some uh, bloopers. I'll I'll post a picture of my setup right now. It looks great. I got like a... <laughs> Please do. I want to see it too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um yeah, well th- thanks again for everybody for joining. It means a lot. Yeah, thanks guys. Uh until next time. Until next time. This podcast is part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. So visit saspodcastnetwork.com for more podcasts from local Saskatchewan talent.